Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, the reason I'm here, really, and the reason ahead. I, I came here was because uh, this is the perfect place to announce it. What I'm doing is I'm going to retire from uh, the road. I'm uh, retiring from touring. We'll be announcing new shows that I'm going to be doing through the winter and the uh, the beginning of May, and then I'm going to do some shows in Europe. Then I'm going to come back, and we're setting up a schedule where hopefully the way it works out is, hasn't been finalized, but I've done it uh, before two or three times. Uh, Mondays at a theater in New York. Uh, okay. Before the election, all right, which is what I've done for the like the last three elections, and, all right. uh, in a Broadway house, which is great. And then in between, I will visit some cities along the way that I want to get back to. And then by next December, a year from this December, I'm I'm off. I'm, I'm done with with the tour, and uh, we'll and and move on. This could, could all go horribly wrong at any minute. Hello there. As usual, before we begin the Rantcast, I just wanted to catch you up on where I'll be appearing uh, this week and next Thursday at Saginaw, Michigan, at the Temple Theater. Then on to Kalamazoo, Michigan, uh, at the State Theater. Finally, Traverse City, Michigan, at the City Opera House, where I'll be doing Pagliacci and uh, some Verdi work that I've been working on, and maybe just a few operatic tunes that I've kind of worked out on my own. And I'll be accompanied by a ukulele, which is an intriguing uh, idea that I've had for opera for many years. And I would tell a story now about that, but I'm going to save that for when there's just three or four people in the room, because otherwise people will yell about what I'm saying. Um, Next week, it's on to uh, Troy, New York, with the Troy Savings uh, Bank Music Hall. Okay, I'm just going to tell you, if you live near there and you've not been to that theater... Uh, it's a good time to come see me. It's a great space, uh, totally remarkable. Um, and even if you don't come see me, go there. It's it's a, it's really uh, an extraordinary uh, uh, performance, uh, performing arts space, and it's been there forever. 
Then it's on to Peekskill, New York, and uh, I'll be at the Paramount Hudson Valley Theater, Waterbury, Connecticut, the next night at the Palace Theater there, and then next um, week from Sunday in New London, Connecticut at the Guard Arts Center, or the Garde Arts Center. No, the Guard Arts Center. So you can find those on my website. I, as I, always, as I say, uh, I've got to get the word out, and uh, I've got all sorts of people working on this, and we can't seem to get the word through for some reason. And I could, it would, I could literally, probably from the uh, effect that I've seen that uh, this has had on audiences, that I could go into the uh, the neighborhoods I'm in that are near the theater, and I could carry the amount of people in who seem to actually uh, hear this. So if you do hear it and know people in those areas, please tell them about them for me. I'd really appreciate it. But we've got to get on with, that's right, Rantcast 152. This is the 152nd episode of Lewis Black's Rantcast entitled The Weather Has Changed. Yes, it has. It, it, it occurred, uh, as you were listening last week, if you were listening, that I was going from Biloxi all the way up to uh, Rapid City, South Dakota. And uh, let me just say, uh, it was 85 in Biloxi. And and I may mention it, that we were going to get pretty good weather. It was not horrifying, but uh, a couple of days up in South Dakota, and that weather had really dropped into the 30s. And, and when you really kind of, when I moved through a weather change period, one of the reasons I've always had a remarkable amount of hate for the fall, and I've had a variety of reasons for it. The, the main one probably is that it's not a gradual change in temperature as it used to be uh, when I was a kid. Do I blame this on uh, climate change? No, I blame it on uh, the sins of uh, our nation and the nations of the world and that God is punishing us by not creating gradual change in weather. I mean, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I'll tell you this from uh, even there, from 52, which was kind of actually even balmy up there because it's so dry in uh, in South Dakota, that, that it went into the 30, it was fucking cold. And as a result, I am, as I, as happens at every fucking weather change from the, uh, from summer to the fucking fall, uh, you know, I'm become a phlegm. I'm basically gagging on my own phlegm. I, I hate to share that with you, but I have to. That's what's happening here. That's what happens every fucking year with that weather change from, from childhood on, and I'm sick of it. So I spent the whole day on the bus as we were coming up here to Madison, which was 60 fucking seven today. So it, it, it's this endless, let's go. And it'll be warm now, and now it'll be cold again, and it'll be warm. Uh, it has been, uh, you can hear it in my voice. It's, it's just not been, uh, it's never fun. It's, it's never something I enjoy, and there's no way to avoid it really, unless you go to a, an island or some shit. But really, I'm just uh, having a private moment now about it, and uh, I'm, I'm going to move on. It's been uh, another incredible week in the news, and I won't even discuss it. Donald Trump today, apparently, uh, you know, bitching and moaning, and uh, they, I've seen two sets of, you know, there's one set of uh, polls that uh, Donald Trump is going to win in six of these states that are could go one way or the other, I guess. And, uh, um, you know, like Arizona, Ohio, Wisconsin. So now they're all 
in Trump, Trumpville. And then this afternoon, I, uh, they said, but what if they convict him of something? And then uh, what if they convict Donald Trump uh, of something? And then, of course, the, there'll be other people who say, well, what if they convict Biden? But they didn't ask that. Uh, and if they convict Trump, then then it switches. So if you, it's this is insanity. Okay, it's we're not even at Christmas yet, and we've made it Christmas, and we're we're a fucking mile away from the election. Of course, it'll be here in what seems like a second, but we're a long way fucking from it, and it is tiresome and exhausting to to make us listen to this. What would be nice is it, and I I think I said I've said this before. I can't remember the shit that comes out of my mouth. That it bears repeating that somebody should fucking come up with a, a really concise, brilliant history of the Middle East written simply but profoundly because uh, really folks don't get what's happening there, okay? And it's impossible for them to get it because they don't know the history of the area. And it is possible to contain two thoughts in your head. And that's really the truth. You can contain the thought that um, the, uh, the Palestinian people, not Hamas, but the Palestinian people are getting their heads handed to them and to no fault of their own, none. They've been put in this position, the history of it, read it, and that the Israelis, uh, that you can believe that the Israelis have uh, to be protected and their state needs to be protected. And stop fucking with the hate, okay? Just stop it. If you really, if, if this has allowed you to hate uh Jews and Palestinians, what the fuck's the matter with you? There were plenty of reasons to hate us before this war. Now you're getting excited? It's in, That was a joke, shitheads, because I don't know how else to deal with this, because enough is enough when it comes to that, all right? You don't get to yell about what people, who people are anymore, what their ethnicity is. Stop it, okay? Palestinians and Israelis, I believe, are Semitic people, and so are the ton of the folks who live in the Middle East. So get a grip on it, please, and let's grow the fuck up, okay? And let's let's find a leadership that, that really kind of works together to talk to us and talk us through it, as opposed to this fucking madness that we put it put ourselves through when something horrifying occurs in front of us. It, it's I just I sit there and. I, I'm watching it, and I'm, my brain is is rattling. So, uh, and I could go on about, uh, well, I won't. There's other things to, the big news, the weather has changed, is that uh, the weather has changed. I am, uh, I uh, was on Todd and Tyler this past week, went, and actually went into studio in Omaha as I wended my way to, uh, to Rapid City and stopped in with them who've been really, uh, good friends and, uh, and one of the favorite shows I've ever done because I feel like I'm just talking to friends. I'm, I don't feel like I'm on the radio or I have to, you know, kind of uh, plug something. It's really just discussions of what's up. And, uh, and I thought it would be a good place as I've been uh, going on this show for 30 years or more uh, to really announce that I am retiring from touring. Uh, I say, I've say i said this to people, and it doesn't seem to get through to them. What do you mean you're retiring? Listen to the end of the sentence. I'm retiring from touring. What, really? Yes. 
I'm not making this up. I'm not going to come back and tour again. I'm going to go through December of next year. There will be uh, a lot that's coming out in the next week or so about um, when and uh, shows that will be coming up through uh, May. And there's a whole bunch of new shows coming on my schedule. And then we're working out what I'll be doing in the fall and winter of next year. And then I'm going to go on and do other things. Will I continue to perform? Yes, but I will perform literally only from time to time. I may show up and do something. Uh, I may end up on some sort of a show somewhere if I have something I want to say. Uh, but uh, touring is not what it used to be. And, um, and, uh, and I'm not what I used to be. I've got, uh, I've got other things. I would have, you know, really, literally, as I said to them, if it weren't for the pandemic, I would have retired uh, by the time... Uh, I was probably 73 or 74. I, I wanted to do two more specials. I had an idea from the, and the, the pandemic kind of wiped that out. And uh, I want to uh, wrap things up and move on. I, there are things I want to write. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be a book, uh, possibly, but if I could, in the best of all possible worlds, it'd be a book and it would be a play. Uh, or two plays, and I just want to sit down and be able to spend three or four hours a day writing. And it's, it's tough it, it, you, when you're trying to come up with a new set every year, and it takes away from that time. And I, so I kind of am hoping uh, that I can uh, get to that finally and uh, can move on to uh, maybe doing a Rancast every now and then. But really, if in the best of all fucking possible worlds, what I would do next and I think would have happened without the pandemic is uh, is to do a television show based on cities that I've been to that people I think it would be worth a, a visit to uh, the ones that we kind of totally ignore because we go why would I go there and I've heard that all my all my touring life why would you go there that would be really what I would like to do next and then I would do little spots uh, before the before the show where I would talk about the town on stage in front of the folks who live there and, and do, a, do some, do some stand up then. Uh, but really kind of just talk about the towns and the villages that I go to and that I really enjoy. Will, will it happen? Chances are no. Uh, anything that I've kind of wanted to do as a show, um, uh, except for maybe the root of all evil, uh, have never seen the light of fucking day. Um, so I've been able to be on The Daily Show, which has been a blessing. And uh, uh, hopefully that uh, will be, I will be uh, hosting that show. I, I'm going to tell you right now, I will be on, I believe it's December 5th or 6th. Be, we'll, we'll be sending out something about that. I'll certainly will remind you uh, when we get closer to it. But I really uh, hope you understand that uh, I am retiring from touring. That means these are the shows. This is it. This is the only way you know that I'm, um, this is when I'm coming back. And, uh, and I think, uh, I have to say, I think it's the, the fact that I've, I've been, um, always coming back has kind of made it well. Oh, we saw him last time. Well, I, I really did. Uh, really every time I returned to a town, I was never doing the same thing and I'm ready to, to, uh, you know, hopefully uh, stir those who, uh, They've been waiting and saying, well, I just saw him, you know, five years ago. Well, this is it. It'll be, it'll be good. There's some, I'm going to some great towns and I look forward to it. And uh, I look forward to wrapping it up.
it has become really difficult since the pandemic. We used to be able to go into a city. We used to be able to park near the theater. We used to be able to park near the theater at a hotel that was near the theater. So you were downtown and you could walk around and you could see the places you were going to. And it made it, it made it really great. And now that's gone. Uh, you know, for some reason, no, you can't park here anymore. You can't do this. You can't do that. And it's, and, and, and some of the, uh, because of folks not traveling, some of the cities we've been going to are charging. You could go and get a hotel in Rome for the price that you're paying to, to kind of go to some of the towns in the United States. It's just extraordinary. And I've got a, a crew with me. So sometimes now we're ending up uh, out in the, uh, the suburbs. And if I'm in the suburbs, I have a tendency to, to get eczema because I spent too much time there in my youth. And you literally don't know where the fuck you are. You don't know where the fuck you are in the suburbs. I was in Boise. I was outside of town. I could have been in, I could have been anywhere. I could have been in Florida. I could have been in, uh, I could have been in um, Arizona, I, ex except for the, you know, no, I could have been, uh, I could have been in um, Vermont. I could, there was a, a ton of places I could have been. Because you don't know, I, I will, I've said this as a kid. I will say it again: uh, the the suburban life uh, prepares you really as a child for space travel. That is where you will feel comfortable. You're leaving no place to go nowhere. It is this. It is really that moment in time that uh, uh, that is the beginning of the. It's where the first stage of the rocket is. It happens in the suburbs. And that's from the, that stage. And then you look at the stars and go, fuck, I bet it's, it's nicer out there. And in many ways it is because you don't have to look at 2000 Denny's. Um, but maybe one Denny would be fine. It, it's really time for me to, to move on. And um, it's, it's been really great. And I'm going to be talking about this. Uh, I can guarantee you over the next few months. And I will repeat it again for those who don't, didn't hear it. I am retiring from touring. That's what I'm doing. I'm not retiring. Uh, I will still be around. Okay. And I look forward to spending time with you. And I hope that you as always enjoy the Rantcast that's coming up and uh, that uh, I can't thank you enough for continuing to send in those rants. And, uh, and my apologies if you've sent in a ton of them and I've not read it. Uh, I believe too, that once this is um, done, once touring is done, I will be able to devote a bit more time to this. And another thing I want to do is to get these rants and put them in, put them into books and be able to sell them. And uh, another way to raise money for, for uh, causes that truly need it. And there are a ton of them now, you know, because until we try to figure out the fact that we do have a ton of money that we can share it with uh, in any fashion we want, if we actually kind of uh, tax people, the very, very wealthy Okay, <laughs> then we could actually make it happen. And you can cut that section because I don't even want to. We'll do that some other time. So um, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, you have a good week, that your Halloween was spectacular and that, uh, you know, and know that your candy corn will be rewrapped again and you'll be seeing it again next year. Actually, you'll be seeing it at Christmas when it comes out in that whatever the fuck Christmas colors are green and, yellow and something else. I don't remember because I'm Jewish and that's the way it goes here on the road.
that I'll be leaving soon. Thanks again. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It amazes me what uh, pisses people off. And uh, this this from Kate Surgent or sergeant is no exception. Ostriches. I mean, what the fuck? Who in the hell designed this bug-eyed dinosaur throwback? There's nothing charming about these fuckers. Their one claim to beauty are their eyelashes. But seriously, have you seen their eyes? Giant bowling ball motherfuckers, huh? No set of eyelashes is going to pretty up those googly-eyed monsters. Luckily for us, the eyes are a weakness you can use when the ostrich attacks, which they do. You are never going to outrun it. These bastards' top speed is 43 miles an hour. You have to have a strategy. Those giant lizard legs can rip the shit out of you. You are going to have to go for the head. Can you believe that people put these vengeful snake-headed shits in petting zoos? What is fucking wrong with people? Who would want to expose children to these diabolical beak-brained monsters? Kate, I've, I just wondered if something happened with an ostrich. I, I've never, no one has ever, something. I, I wonder what drove you to that, other than the way they look, but that is really, <laughs> that's, that's just something. That is, the ostrich, the ostrich pisses you off giant lizard legs. They are weird looking. Uh, And people actually, uh, Fuddruckers had an ostrich burger for crying out loud. But I doubt you ate that, Kate. Or maybe you did with joy and zeal. Well, thank you for sharing. Because uh, that's one of those ones where I go, when they ask me on the air, what have you, what kind of things do they rant about? And I'll go, ostriches. Really? Ostriches. Janice Keating has uh, responded to uh, what I had to say about inanimate objects. Uh, In one of your recent rants, and I've also talked about it on stage, Janice, uh, you said people get mad at inanimate objects. And I'd suggest there's no such thing. Most inanimates seem to have a mind of their own. Anyone who's put spaghetti into a pot has seen that some strands decline to die instead throwing themselves onto the cooktop where they earn a more gruesome death by charring on the burner. 
then the damn smoke alarm goes off. Coffee beans have better luck. Instead of ending in the grinder, they will fling themselves onto the floor, where they amazingly act as if they're made of rubber, bouncing well into the next room. Cylindrical items, such as pencils, hate being on a tabletop, rolling off, and usually under said table. This last phenomenon might only be seen in hilly areas, and there's not one level square foot in Cincinnati. Clothes hangers are the worst. No matter how carefully one places them on a line or a rack, sometime during the night they reverse themselves and either won't come off the line or they knock down the next hanging item to the floor, especially in the dirty basement. Threatening inanimate objects yields nothing. No matter how many times I might say, don't even think about it, or no, they do what they damn well please. I guess this isn't much of a rant, but I thought you might benefit from this insight, and I certainly have. Um, but you, I, I think you, in a sense, I get what you're getting at. And that, but I, it was really about the fact that you uh, have to really not take your anger out on other human beings. I can see that you have taken uh, the idea of an inanimate object to a level I'd never thought of. And I appreciate the time and energy you put into that. Thank you, Janice. Bruce Rogers shares a piece of his mind with us. I considered myself a normal Christian until I began listening to people calling themselves conservative Christians. Not all conservative Christians are stark raving batshit, but a very vocal minority keeps stealing my attention. Hey, quasi-Christians, read your Bible. Where in the New Testament do you get a go-ahead for hate? Moral flexibility is oxymoronic and plain moronic as well. I gargle bile when someone waxes poetic about an AR-15's features within minutes of quoting scripture. So my creeps for Christ either follow the teaching or stop corrupting his name. And I'd agree with you, Bruce, and it's not something I could say because they're not going to listen to me. I'm sure they're not going to listen to you. I don't think they listen to, to my rant cast, but uh, I thank you for getting it out there. Good luck with your neighbors. <laughs> Heather Cruz uh, has sent this in. I'm always strangely relieved, you know, disappointed when a submission of mine isn't read. You shouldn't be. I get uh, hundreds of them, and it's, and it's tough to choose, really. My friends and coworkers enjoy hearing my name. I cover my face when I do. I believe my better submissions are flights of fancy. Rather than rants, my writing voice is more playful. I want to say thank you for the motivation to think and create in a way I might not bother with at this stage in my life. Arranging words and ideas is challenging, but also so much fun and invigorating. So thank you. What a swell party this is for my mind. But if I'm imposing too much, you're not. Don't apologize. Um, and I appreciate that uh, you've enjoyed writing so much because that's really what this was about in part. And it was also about in part getting... Uh, uh, all sorts of sentiments out there, from the sublime to the insane. Thanks for sharing that, Heather. And uh, uh, this is for Leanne Hoffman, who was wondering if uh, I had received a rant she sent in uh, before the Rapid City show. I got it. Uh, she was disappointed that I don't or didn't read the rant in Rapid City, uh, South Dakota. I was just there. I, I don't read rants anywhere now. I read them... Uh, really literally uh, while I'm on the road or at home. I, I do this, um, Leah, because I, it, 
it just became harder and harder to do an hour and 10 minute show and then 20 minutes of a totally different show. And as much as I would want to do it, it's just, it became too much. It's two different shows. It requires two different types of energy. And the second show really requires more uh, because you I really don't want to uh, let the folks down who write in the rants. And so hopefully I will get a chance to read yours um, at some point. And uh, I'm going to put it at the top for next time. And you can yell at me for uh, not having a deeper appreciation of Rapid City. Thank you. And uh, and that was for all of you who've been wondering why when I, 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 I don't do that anymore. Uh, I wish I could. And I may be coming back just to do those, to do the rants rather than the, the act. Okay, so long. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me. Aha, Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salter. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that. And find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.